You're listening to Eureka on Monocle Radio, brought to you by the team behind The Entrepreneurs, the show all about inspiring people, innovative companies, and fresh ideas in global business. I'm Tom Edwards. Dudley Radford is the founder and design director of Hutsmith, a cabin maker on a mission to improve the way buildings are built with local materials and minimal waste. Dudley ventured into small-scale architecture in 2020, following years in renewable energy and sustainability. What started out as a couple of cabins has now expanded to over 60 projects, emphasising practicality and functionality, while seamlessly integrating features like solar power and rainwater harvesting capabilities into the structures. Hutsmith is working on achieving its B Corp certification. And that's not all, they've just launched a new product that will include built-in solar charging for an electric motorbike. So, exactly how do you create small spaces with maximum design impact? And how hard is it to utilise cutting-edge construction techniques whilst prioritising sustainability at every turn? Well, here is Dudley with more on how the Hutsmith journey began. For the last 10 to 15 years, I've been involved in renewable energy and a whole bunch of sustainability stuff with some energy companies. So those projects were mostly around energy storage and EV to electric vehicle to, to grid sort of work and a whole bunch of stuff within social housing and sharing energy and all, all those sorts of things. I happened also outside of the day job to do some work with one or two architects practice. I'm not an architect myself and lockdown came we had a little bit of spare time and off our own bat, uh, me and somebody else, we just went and designed and built a couple of cabins. Clients paid cost, just paid for the materials, so we, we made no money. But what we did have at the end of that were two small cabins, small buildings. We photographed them and we just thought, let's see what other people think of them. So two and a half years later, here we are. In a previous life, I'd done a bunch of work on B Corp. So through that process, I learned a lot about everything that accreditation involves, not just the sort of sustainability piece, but the sort of social values as well. When we first started building, we had a couple of skips and we were chopping up wood and the skips were just full of offcuts and things. And sort of look at it and think, yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> so how do we improve it? We brought some technology to the table to impose some new sort of building methodologies now where, where we've gone from around about a 30% wastage, which is terrible, to around about difficult to measure fully, but I would say between 5 and 10% wastage. And then the other thing is it's very difficult to source good quality British timber. For instance, there's no such thing as British plywood. So by definition, when we started, we were importing, as everybody else was, plywood from Siberia. And then we don't do that anymore, funnily enough, but we have a relationship with a Scottish supplier of timber. So small steps. So all of our buildings now are clad in locally sourced wood. Most of what we build are in charred larch. So as a lot of your listeners will know as a Japanese process called shusugi ban and on the energy negative side you're burning a lot of carbon to remove all the moisture and bacteria but on the plus side the theory is that timber then lasts 10 times longer as a consequence of doing it so it's just tons of small steps we have recently finished a building in fact we're doing another one that's very similar that we're really proud of and that building is a small cabin of 30 square meters 
And why is it special to us? Obviously, it incorporates the sort of material provenance that we've talked about. But also, it's got solar, it's got battery, it's got rainwater harvesting. It is entirely off-grid. So when I go back to the previous work I was doing, and maybe no more than the average about sort of social housing and housing issues generally, little old us have created a building and it sleeps too. And it has a kitchen and bathroom, obviously, and a loo and an outdoor shower. It's charging an electric bike, electric motorbike. And when you look at that and you think, blimey, you can just by building a cabin, what point does a cabin become actually housing? So the fact that we've designed something that looks really nice, but more importantly, is functionally, you know, quite difficult to do, but we've pulled it off. And that, that building's been live for a year now. So we're about to replicate that project on a much smaller scale, but essentially exactly the same narrative insofar as you've got solar it's off-grid, essentially, and the solar's charging an electric motorbike. Um, we're working with Ubco on that. It's got dining, it's got a kitchenette, and so on. Obviously, we're in the market to sell these buildings, but equally, it's quite exciting to be able to say, look what you can do. And the interesting thing about solar, and this is a really important point, is that what a lot of people don't realise is just by putting six solar panels on one of our cabins, solar's black, our cabins are mostly black, so you don't see the solar, but any excess actually feeds back into the house. And obviously people don't spend all day in one of our cabins and it's generating electricity probably half the time when nobody's actually using the cabin, but it's quite a neat little uh, cherry on the cake that the cabin, by virtue of holding the panels, is also uh, fueling some of the electricity in, in the house. We've just finished our first sauna. It's a cabin, it looks like a Hutsmith cabin, but inside there's a whole gamut of sauna benches and steamers and things. Now again, it, we took it upon ourselves to actually understand as best we could about the sort of medical benefits or health benefits of saunas and why their fins are so keen and we're less keen and so on. So again, we've had an approach from a well-known gym equipment brand. So again, small cabin, two and a half meters by two and a half meters. You can do an awful lot in terms of a bike and a yoga bar and so on and so forth. We've been approached by a wine cellar company because not everybody has cellars, and especially around this neck of the woods, there's a lot, of, a lot of nice wine shops. And of course, if you just get the humidity and temperature control right in these environments, same for a sauna, you can all of a sudden start building little buildings that have specific use cases. So that's all interesting stuff, really. That was Dudley Radford, the founder and design director of Hutsmith. And you can learn more about the brand and their excellent projects by heading to hutsmith.co.uk. And that's all for this episode of Eureka. We'll be back at the same time next week. Do look out for the main programme. The Entrepreneurs is with you every Wednesday. Eureka was produced by Laura Kramer with mixing and editing by Jack Dewars. If you want to get in touch with us, write to Laura. She's on lrk at monocle.com. I'm Tom Edwards. Goodbye and thanks for listening to Eureka.